0: Hey, hey, are we live? Yeah, okay. What's up, everybody? We're at the Russell Talk, da-da-da-da, papi. Okay, now we will start, and today we will be talking about the Shang Dynasty. Hello, this is Russell at the Russell, Russell Talk, and today we are gonna be talking about the seven characteristics Of the shang dynasty the seven characteristics of the shang dynasty are stable food supply the shang dynasty dynasty social structure shang government shang religion shang writing the arts during the shang dynasty and shang technology we will talk a little about them so you can understand the shang dynasty a little more well let's get right to it starting with the stable food supply Okay, everybody, let's start. Millet was a stable food during the Shang dynasty. Wheat and rice were common f- food during this time. To keep up with stable food supply, the people used wood and stone tools for farming. Crops such, a- such as wheat, rice, and other grains were planted on farm, on large farms. Yeah, large farms. Animals such as oxen and bison were used to plough heavy bundles. Now, next we'll talk about the Shang Dynasty Social class. Shang society can be divided into six social classes. The king and his relatives were in the highest class. Below them were the nobles, artisans, traders, farmers, and slaves. The nobles lived in luxury and helped the government, or army, whatever it is, really. Now, the, art, the artisans below, the artisans below the nobles in the social class make everything. They include potters, well, they make things, not everything, things, okay? Things, and they include potters, stonemasons, and crafters. Crafting items of bronze and jade. We'll talk into those later in the podcast. Should I say later in the Russell talk? Then there are traders that trade things a lot. They even trade their own everyday goods with other everyday goods from other people. The farthest trades have been from neighboring regions. Next, we have the farmers. They planted many crops, and their crops would grow to Go to the king's families and the no- nobles, but the farmers would have enough to feed themselves and their families. The land that farmers grew crops on were not theirs. The land would either belong to the king or the nobles. And finally, we and finally we got to the slaves. They served their most they they mostly most of them were war prisoners. Yeah, most of them. I don't know about all of. them. They worship their master, and sometimes they were sacrificed whenever their master dies. And I've heard that they worship their master in the afterlife. Now we'll be talking about the Shang government. The Shang government was what? The Shang government was led by a powerful king. Shang kings depended on strong armies to maintain their rule and defend and expand their kingdoms the king's armies were especially powerful because the shang nobles had weapons made of bronze shang armies were made up of large numbers of foot soldiers archers men mounted on horses and elephants and fighting in chariots all of them supplied by the nobles i think i that's what i believe the chariots were were two wheeled carts drawn by horses three soldiers rode in each chariot the driver stood in the middle with a spear carrier to his left and an archer to his right shang armies must have been a terrifying sight for their enemies yeah they must have yeah next we go to shang religion oh yeah did i forget to say that there are seven of these so we've been around Three? Yeah, I believe three. Okay. Shang religion set, centered on ancestor worship. The treasures buried in kings tomes that show that the Shang believed in a life after death. They also believed that dead ancestors had the power to help or harm the living. For this reason, the Shang honored their ancestors as signs of respect, uh, honored their ancestors period. Sorry for that. As signs of respect, worshippers gave offerings of food and sometimes made human sacrifices. The Shang believed that their king's relationship to the ancestral spirits had special significance. The king inherited the right to rule from his ancestors. King used oracle, oracle bones to see their ancestors. Seek their ancestors. I'm not on a roll today. Advice on important matters such as when to hunt, where to build cities, and whether to go to war or not. The oracle bones were made from turtle shells or should, or shoulder blade of a cow. To ask a holy man would have to would have to make such a statement such as tomorrow is a good day for hunt for the hunt. The hunt. Okay, guys. I'm so sorry. Okay, let's continue. Anyways, Shang writing. The inscriptions on oracle bones are among the earliest known examples of Chinese writing. In Shang, in the Shang writing, as in modern Chinese, characters stand for words rather than sounds. Early Chinese writing contained only pictographs, images that stand for objects. By the Shang Dynasty period, people were also using low logographs, characters that stand for words. Example of the character for good is a combination of the characters woman and child. Next, the arts during the Shang Dynasty. Shang artists, artists gr- showed great skill in working with bronze. Shang artisans made beautiful vessels and other objects. Some bronze vessels had geometric designs and pictures of mythical. Oh my! Mythical creatures. The most common picture. Was an animal mask later known as a taotie. tai It might have the horns of an ox, the ears of an elephant, the talons of a bird, the eye of a man, and the crest of a dragon. Some scholars say that those masks were symbols of all the beings in the world. The Shang also produced remarkable jade pieces. Jade is a very hard stone. Workers made jade objects by sawing, filing, and sanding the stone. Shang technology. Working with bronze was an important technology for the Shang artist. For the Shang, artisans used bronze to make many tools of war. These included arrowheads, spearheads, axe heads, and helmets. The bronze making skills of the Shang is one of the reasons they were able to remain in power for more than 500 years. I know, right guys, 500 years, that's a lot of time. The conclusion to this, to the Russell talk. Okay, we're almost over. We're almost done with this. Oh, thanks for sticking to the end. Now you know more about the Shang dynasty and their seven characteristics of the Shang dynasty, which which is the stable food supply, the Shang Dynasty, the, the the stable food supply, the Shang Dynasty social structure, Shang government, Shang religion, Shang writing, the arts during the Shang Dynasty, and Shang technology. Guys, oh yeah. If I made any humbles, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just really long for me. Well, anyways... So, well, that's it for the Russell Talk today. Bye.